Welcome to AI Driven, a podcast about using AI for business. AI Driven is produced and hosted by Cognistics, an AI company based in Pittsburgh with offices in the US, Latin America, and Asia. Welcome to AI Driven. Today we're talking about digital ready standards. Joining us to discuss digital ready standards, what they are and how to create them are Leslie McKay. She's the Senior Manager of Digital and Information Products at SAE International. We have Ushwe Zurutusa, Senior Data Scientist at Cognistics, and Sanjay Chopra, CEO of Cognistics. Welcome, everyone. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Thank you. Hi, Patty. Always good to talk to you, Leslie, and Ushwe. That's right. That's right. Well, actually, you're going to be the one doing most of the talking today. Okay. Um, Sanjay, take it away. Thank you again, Patty, for setting this up. And this is by far my favorite conversation, especially with Leslie and Ushue around on-cue and around digital-ready standards. And uh, I just want to sort of preface this conversation by saying we've had a fantastic partnership with SAE over the last three years and where the project has come and how it's matured is awesome. So with that, Leslie, do you mind giving everybody a brief introduction about OnCue, the project we've been on and its capabilities? Sure. Uh, Thank you, Sanjay. So my name's Leslie McKay and I'm a senior manager with SAE International. um, And what what we have found, so we're primary, we've always been primarily a publisher. SAE's been around for over a hundred years. Uh, Henry Ford was one of the founding members. Um, and we have since grown and we do standards for both the airspace and the automotive in- industries primarily. So what we have found is as we talk to customers, there's a lot of customers going through some kind of digital transformation. And as part of that, a lot of product development, especially in heavily regulated industries, is moving towards a digital process. There's a lot of discussion out there about digital twins and digital threads. And these are ways that you can uh, have a digital representation of the product you want to build before you build it. And as part of that, you need to have standards. There are requirements in standards that have to be part of your product and have to be included in your product development process. So what we have done is worked with Cognistics to start to digitize our standards. If you've ever seen a standard, you you know it's a PDF it, traditionally. It's uh, sometimes it's a read-only PDF that you cannot uh, make any changes to. So in the past, engineers had to print out PDFs, and there's often 20 to 50 PDFs that could be applied to a product design, sometimes more depending on how complex the product is. So you've got this stack of paper with sticky notes on it and highlighted sections of what they need. And it makes it really difficult when you go to the FAA, for example, and you want to have your product be certified and validated for use by the FAA and 
you know, they're having to look through all these paper documents and try to follow the trail to make sure that you have met all the regulations and the standards that apply to your product. And it's really challenging. So that's why we reached out to Cognistics to help us use AI to start digitizing our standards. We have thousands of standards in our library. And to say we were going to rewrite all those in a digital format is just not possible. So what we've done is started working with uh, Cognistics to use natural language processing to basically read our standards and convert them to a digital format. Awesome, Leslie. That was great. So is the goal here for aerospace engineers who are designing a new part or designing a new component of the engine to be to make their life much easier to be able to find that part, find that material within the plethora of standards that SAE has or they have internally and be able to work on the new designs quickly. Is that where we're heading with this? Yeah. So imagine you're an aerospace engineer and you've got a product you need to design and you know that you need bolts, you need nuts, you need various types of parts to comprise that product. Wherever possible, you want to use a standard part and standard materials that have been validated for use in aerospace applications. And it can be really overwhelming today. If you're trying to search a bunch of PDFs, for example, and you want a bolt that's a certain length, and maybe it needs to have a certain tensile strength, and maybe it needs to be made of a certain material, say aluminum or steel or something like that, it's very challenging to search PDFs for a standard part that will fit your design and fit the requirements of your design. So what we've done with OnQ is by digitizing the standards, we put them in a format that now you can search through standards like you've never searched before. You can go and put in various criteria about a bolt, a length, uh, you know, something about the thread count, the tensile strength, the uh, heat resistance, the material you need to make, you need it to be made of. And you can even put in percentages of those materials and search for a standard part or a standard material that will meet your needs uh, using the OnQ interface. And once you find what you need, you can then download the data for that and pull it right into your Thank you, Leslie. And I understand you're at an airport completely. In fact, you might even be heading to an aerospace conference to talk to some aerospace engineers and you see a lot of planes around you, which is awesome. So with that little interruption, I'm going to actually move over to Ushue. So Ushue, talk a little bit more about the challenges from a natural language processing perspective that the standards that SAE had posed to Cognistics, sort of, you know, what was challenging. And also, if you could talk about some of the findings, what we thought would make sort of this process easier going forward. So, yeah, exactly. As you were mentioning, like um, standardizing all these or digitizing all these standards have 
uh, have shown some challenges um, at the time of applying natural language processing. So one of the main challenges, I will say, was that the standards were not that standard as we thought and that there was a lot of um, differences in the standards applied by human humans that are generating that content. Uh, so at the time of like converting that PDF like uh, information into a data model or something that can be used for search, comparing, etc., that was one of our main challenges that we we face. Um, and that at the end, the, the humans uh, they generate content to be consumed, just to be read or in one dimensional like content. And we wanted to convert this content into a more multi-dimensional relational uh, data set. Um, and that's how the digital ready standard concept came as well, uh, because we saw that that was something that was lacking in the industry and that there was not that consistency that we wanted uh, to be able to digitize the content. Um, so, yeah, that's how that concept also came, so that we, we could introduce that into the industry and start generating a standards in a digital ready format. Awesome, Ushue. So some of the learnings sort of that we've seen between Cognistics and Society of Automotive Engineers, Leslie, how is that being received by the people, the committees that write the standards or aerospace companies or design engineers? Are they open to sort of, you know, changing and adopting things that the AI is teaching the humans saying, hey, humans, we read all the standards that you've written over the last 50, 60 years, or even longer in some cases. But here is how you should go ahead, sort of, you know, improve the standard writing process to make it better. Go ahead, Leslie. Yes, it's been uh, very interesting. So Ushwe and I collaborated on a lot of lessons learned. And we found that while standards are a, can be read and interpreted by humans, they can't always be read and interpreted by machines that well. So what we've done is we've created an educational series to start educating people who write standards on how to write standards in a way that will be more digital friendly, that will be easier for us to convert them. There were, you know, it's it's interesting. There's there's things about just how set just basic sentence structure. Making sure you include a complete sentence um, for your requirements. Um, a lot of information about how to organize tables and the difference between how a machine will interpret a table versus how a human will read a table. Humans have a lot of cognitive biases. We've looked at, you know, a lot of us have looked at all kinds of tables. And, and we can tell what the table is trying to communicate most of the time. <laughs> Not that there aren't complicated tables out there, but most of the time. But you have to keep things simple and you have to keep things consistent for a machine to interpret it over and over because you have to teach the machine. It, the machine does not have these inherent cognitive biases that humans have from, you know, the, from the wealth of experience we've had. Awesome. Yeah, not following that. Yeah. Go ahead, Ushwe. Sorry. But yeah, not following that consistency also at the end of the day brings a, like additional cost to them, to the people that are trying to digitize the content. So it require it will require more labeling, more manual effort, 
uh, to review as well as to like extract the content. So that's one of the things that we are trying to um, avoid or overcome. That's very true, Ishwe. You know, a lot of uh, other standards development organizations and even customers have internal standards. You know, I was recently talking to someone from a major aerospace OEM and, uh, you know, they have thousands of internal standards and um, they are feeling a little bit daunted right now about how to go about digitizing their standards. And this information has been incredibly useful for them to look at their standards and think about how ready are they to start that digital conversion process. Um, Because you're right, the more complex the AI model the more chance there is of uh, a potential misinterpretation of a standard that requires a lot more manual review and uh, manual management of mapping tables and such to ensure that variables are consistent from standard to standard. So um, I've gotten a lot of really positive feedback. In fact, uh, I thought it was interesting. I was just at a conference where um, someone from another major OEM aerospace manufacturer said that he has um, he has me on speed dial. He called me out by name on a customer panel, how he has me on speed dial in case he has any questions about various um, practices they have in their standards and whether they're digital friendly or not. That's awesome. That's awesome, uh, Leslie. So while we're at the sort of topic of conferences, uh, I think you guys are going to be together again at the AeroTech conference in March 14th through the 16th at Fort Worth, Texas. Is that something that's on the agenda there as well? Yes, I'm very excited about that conference. We're going to be speaking on how to write a digital-ready standard you know, because just the more people I can educate about this, the better. Um, I'm also going to be speaking on the value of digital standards, and we're going to give examples of how digital standards can be pulled into a model-based systems engineering tool and used to simulate a part and be used as part of your verification and validation process early in the product development lifecycle because that's where you want to find the issues. It is way less expensive to find issues earlier at the simulation stage than it is um, when you get to the point where you have physical prototypes or actual physical product. Oh, that's awesome. So, Leslie, that's great. So, Ushue, moving over to you as Leslie sort of is talking to various large uh, and small uh, aerospace companies. and humans are being trained, you know, to write better standards and be able to sort of, you know, write digital ready standards. From an AI ML perspective, NLP perspective, natural language processing perspective, what have the learnings been with SAE standards and how scalable do you think it is to take from SAE standards to internal standards of let's say a large aerospace company like Airbus or Boeing or other standards uh, that pay, that that are out there. So yeah, so yeah, learnings mainly have been that yeah, there is a still work to be done. I will say, but um, 
the scalability little by little and with this following these guidelines can like quickly increase, especially if we follow these these standards. There will always be um we will require some manual or like interventions to to the models uh, so that we can tweak it to each individual like um customers or uh, individual types of standards but in general uh, the conversion of like um, requirement uh, classification or section extraction has been something that we have seen pretty su successful and scalable um and then, um, yeah, tables have been a challenge, but because of the complex way humans like to create tables, I will say that's the main challenge. But, but yeah, uh, little by little, we are like um, overcoming that that uh, barrier um, to be able to scale and extract um, tables that might be different as well. And our data model also like allows to um, be able to uh, to accommodate different types of standards. That is awesome. I can't tell you how proud I am for both of you, Leslie and Ushue, and what you've been able to achieve in the aerospace industry. I think these baby steps about digitizing the standards, standardizing the standards, being able to extract all the information from parts, tables, engineering diagrams, I think it's a, it's a great step in terms of moving companies to having digital-ready standards but more importantly, making the life easier for aerospace and de design engineers. So this is awesome work. So one, one thing, sort of Leslie, back to you, what's the biggest learning so far and what sort of you know, gives you the most uh, you know, gratification as, as being part of this process? Um, I, think, I think it's been uh, very exciting um, in, in teaching people how to write a more digital ready standard and seeing kind of the light bulb go off when people start thinking about how a machine will read a standard versus how a person will read a standard. Um, I also have found that um, it's, uh, you know, that it's, it's also fun to get engineers to start thinking about how they're not writing a document. They're writing a, a set of data objects and they need to start thinking about it that way. And, um, and seeing that change in perception has been very interesting. Plus, Hey, I get to, I get to teach guys who are rocket scientists. <laughs> That's always fun. <laughs> there we go. You can't go wrong with that. So from darkest science to data science, Ushue, what do you think has been pretty gratifying for you being part of this project? Yeah, exactly. To to be able to uh, make this change in an industry that maybe has been like to focus on PDFs and plain text is pretty exciting. And as Leslie was mentioning, yeah, it's an industry that has a huge impact. To, uh, so seeing how something that you have developed can like change so much and make uh, life much easier for like engineers that are like building planes or like cars, et cetera, is pretty, pretty exciting too. So yeah, I will say that's awesome. there. Awesome. So Leslie, how do you see this project or process or evolution of digital ready standards impacting the services SAE provides? And uh, what's the impact going to be on your members? 
So it's going to change not only how people write standards, but how people use standards, how people leverage standards in their designs. Um, and, you know, there's a lot of buzz about it, a lot of excitement. People are starting, you know, a lot of our customers are starting to put together the infrastructure to really be able to take advantage of this and uh, really take digital transformation to the next level. Awesome. So, Leslie, I know you have a flight, so we wish you the very best. Have a safe flight. Um, and again, once again, thank you both of you to sort of you know spend time with us. Uh, with that, Patty, I will give it back to you to wrap this up. Well, thank you all for joining us today on AI Driven. It was a great discussion. Just want to remind everyone that uh, both Ushwe and Leslie will be um, talking about digital ready standards at the Aerotech conference in Fort Worth later this month. Today is March 1st, so it is later this month. It's March 14th through the 16th. And you can find out more about that conference at sae.org. Um, you'll see uh, the upcoming events and you can click on that. And then separately at Cognistics, we're hosting a free webinar on March 23rd, and we'll be discussing um, how to optimize uh, and uh, delivery routes and orders. So visit Cognistics at Cognistics.com to learn more about our upcoming events. And thank you once again, everyone, for joining us today. We'll hope to have you back for another part of this discussion. Thank you, Patty. Thank you. Thank you, Leslie and Ushue. Take care. Thank, Thank you. you. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening in. Learn more about how AI drives what we do at Cognistics.com.